The external reasons for the appearance of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In this chapter, the author has fully discussed the external reasons for the descent of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Krishna, after displaying his pastimes as Lord Krishna, thought it wise to make his advent in the form of a devotee to explain personally the transcendental mellows of reciprocal service and love exchanged between himself and his servants, friends, parents, and fiancés. According to the Vedic literature, the foremost occupational duty for humanity in this age of Kali is Nam Sankirtan, or congregational chanting of the holy name of the Lord. The incarnation for this age especially preaches this process, but only Krishna himself can explain the confidential loving service performed in the four principal varieties of loving affairs between the Supreme Lord and his devotees. Lord Krishna therefore personally appeared with his personal portions, with his plenary portions, as Lord Chaitanya. As stated in this chapter, it was for this purpose that the Lord, that Lord Krishna appeared personally in Navadweep in the form of Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Krishna's Kaviraj has herein presented much authentic evidence from Srimad Bhagavatam and other scriptures to substantiate the identity of Lord Chaitanya with Lord Sri Krishna himself. He has described bodily symptoms in Lord Chaitanya that are visible only in the person of the Supreme Lord, and he has proved that Lord Chaitanya appeared with his personal associates, Srinitananda, Advaita, Garadhara, Shivas, and other devotees to preach the special significance of chanting Hare Krishna. The appearance of Lord Chaitanya is both significant and confidential. He can be appreciated only by pure devotees and only through the process of devotional service. The Lord tried to conceal his identity as the Supreme Personality of Godhead by representing himself as a devotee. But his pure devotees could recognize him by his special features. The Vedas and Puranas foretell the appearance of Lord Chaitanya, but still he is sometimes called significantly the concealed descent of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Advaita Acharya was a contemporary of Lord Chaitanya's father. He felt sorry for the condition of the world because even after Lord Krishna's appearance, no one had interest in devotional service to Krishna. This forgetfulness was so overwhelming that Advaita Prabhu was convinced that no one but Lord Krishna himself could enlighten people about devotional service to the Supreme Lord. Therefore, Advaita requested Lord Krishna to appear as Lord Chaitanya, offering tulsi leaves and Ganges water. He cried for the Lord's appearance. The Lord, being satisfied by his pure devotees, descends to satisfy them. As such, being pleased by Advaita Acharya, Lord Chaitanya appeared. (laughs) 
Shri Chaitanya Prabhum Vande Yat Padashraya Viryata Sangrinat Yakar Sangrinat Yakara Vratad Agna Siddhanta Sanmanin I offer my respectful obeisances to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. By the potency of the shelter of his lotus feet, even a fool can collect the valuable jewels of conclusive truth from the minds of the revealed scriptures. Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Nityananda Jai Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhaktavinda All glories to Lord Chaitanya, all glories to Lord Nityananda, all glories to Advaita Chandra, and all glories to all the devotees of Lord Chaitanya. Tritiya Shlokera Arto Koila Nibarana Chaturta Shlokera Arto Shuna Bhaktadana If you happen to be building a house or a car or reconstructing, rebuilding an engine, Please mute yourself. I have given the purport of the third verse. Now, O devotees, please listen to the meaning of the fourth with full attention. Anarpita charim chirat karuna yavatir nikalao samarpayitum untojwala rasam supakti shriyam hari puratasundara duti kadamba sandipita May the Supreme Lord, who is known as the son of Srimati Shachi Devi, be transcendentally situated in the innermost core of your heart. Resplendent with the radiance of molten gold, he has descended in the age of Kali by his causeless mercy to bestow what no incarnation has ever offered before, the most elevated mellow of devotional service, the mellow of conjugal love. Purport. This is a quotation from Vidagda Madhava, a drama compiled and edited by Srila Rupa Goswami. Purna Bhagavan Krishna Brajendra Kumar Goloke Vrajera Saha Nitya Vihar <clears throat> Lord Krishna, the son of the king of Raj, is the supreme lord. He eternally enjoys transcendental pastimes in his eternal abode, Goloka, which includes Vrajadam. Purport. In the previous chapter, it has been established that Krishna, the son of Rajendra, the son, the king of Braja, is the supreme personality of Godhead with six opulences. He eternally enjoys transcendental variegated opulences on his planet, which is known as Goloka. The eternal pastimes of the Lord in the spiritual planet Krishna Loka are called Aprakat, or unmanifested pastimes because they are beyond the purview of the conditioned souls. Lord Krishna is always present everywhere, but when he is not present before his our, our eyes, he is said to be uppercut or unmanifested. Brahmada ak dine teho ek bar avatirna hoy karina prakat vihar. Once in a life of Brahma, he descends to this world to manifest his transcendental pastimes. (laughs) 
सत्य त्रेता द्वाप रखली चारी जुगा जानी शे चारी जुगे दिव्या एक जुगा मानी we know that there are four ages, yugas, names, namely Satya, Trita, Dvapara, and Kali. These four together constitute one Divya Yuga. Ikatara Chatur Juge Ek Manvantara Choda Manvaratar Brahmara Dvidas Bitara 71 Divya Yugas constitutes one Manvantara. There are 14 Manvantaras in one day of Brahma. Purport, a, man, a Manvantara is the period controlled by one Manu. The reign of 14 Manus equals the length of one day, 12 hours, in the life of Brahma. And the night of Brahma is of the same duration. These calculations are given in the authentic astronomy book known as Surya Siddhanta. An annotated Bengali translation of this book was compiled by the great professor of astronomy and mathematics Bimal Prasad Dutt, later known as Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami, who was our merciful spiritual master. He was honored with the title Siddhanta Saraswati for translating the Surya Siddhanta and the title Goswami Maharaj was added when he accepted sannyas, the renounced order of life. Vaiva Svata Nam E Sapta Man Mantara Sataisha Chatur Juga Tahar Antara The present Manu, who is the seventh, is called Vaivasvata, the son of Vivaswan. 27 Divya Yugas, 27 times 4,320,000 solar years of his age have now passed. The names of the 14 Manus are as follows. 1. Swayambhuva, 2. Swarochisa, 3. Uttama, 4. Tamasa, 5. Raivata, 6. Chakshusha, 7. Vaivasvata, 8. Sarvani, 9. Daksha Sarvani, 10. Brahma Sarvani, 11. Dharma Sarvani, 12. Rudra Putra, Rudra Sarvani, 13. Raucha, or Deva Sarvani, 14. And Bhautyaka, or Indra Sarvani. Ashta Vimsha Chatur Juge Dva Parera Sheshe. Rajera Sahitehoi Krishnera Prakashe. At the end of the Dwapara Yuga of the 28th Divya Yuga, Lord Krishna appears on earth with the full paraphernalia of his eternal Vraj Dham. Purport Now is the term of Vaivashvatamanu during which Lord Chaitanya appears. First, Lord Krishna appears at the close of the Dwapara Yuga of the 28th Divya Yuga, and then Lord Chaitanya appears in the Kali Yuga of the same Divya Yuga. Lord Krishna and Lord Chaitanya appear once in each day of Brahma, or once in 14 Banvantaras, each of 71 Divya Yugas in duration. From the beginning of Brahma's day of 4,320,000,000 years, 
six Manus appear and disappear before Lord Krishna appears. Thus, 1,975,320,000 years of the day of Brahma elapsed before the appearance of Lord Krishna. This is an astronomical calculation according to solar years. Dasya Sakya Batsalya Sringara Chari Ras Chari Bhavera Bhakta Jata Krishna Tara Vash Servitude Dasya Friendship Sakya Parental Affection Vatsalya and Conjugal Love Sringara are the four transcendental mellows Rasas by the devotees who cherish these four mellows, Lord Krishna is subdued. Purport, Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya, and Sringara are the transcendental modes of loving service to the Lord. Shantarasa, or the neutral stage, is not mentioned in this verse because although in Shantaras one considers the absolute truth of sublime great, one does not go beyond that conception. Shantaras is a very grand idea for materialistic philosophers. But such idealistic appreciation is only the beginning. It is the lowest among the relationships in the spiritual world. Shantaras is not given much importance because as soon as there is a slight understanding, excuse me, Shantaras is not given much importance because as soon as there is a slight understanding between the knower and the known, Active, loving, transcendental reciprocations and exchanges begin. Dasyaras is the basic relationship between Krishna and his devotees. Therefore, this verse considers Dasya the first stage of transcendental devotional service. 12. Dasya Sakapita Mata Kanta Ganaloi Raje Krida Kari Krishna Prima Dvishtahoi Absorbed in such transcendental love, Lord, Krish, Lord Sri Krishna enjoys in Braja with his devoted servants, friends, parents, and conjugal lovers. Purport. The descent of Sri Krishna, the absolute personality of Godhead, is very purposeful. In the Bhagavad Gita, it is said that one who knows the truth about Sri Krishna's descent and his various activities is at once liberated and does not have to fall again to this existence of birth and death after he leaves his present material body. In other words, one who factually understands Krishna makes his life perfect. Imperfect life is realized in material existence. In five different relationships we share with everyone within the material world, neutrality, servitorship, friendship, parental love, and amorous love between husband and wife or lover and beloved. These five enjoyable relationships within the material world are perverted reflections of relationships with the absolute personality of Godhead in the transcendental nature. That absolute personality, Sri Krishna, descends to revive <clears throat> the five eternally existing relationships. Thus he manifests his transcendental pastimes in Vraja so that people may be attracted to the sphere, to that sphere of activities and leave aside their Imitation relationships with the mundane. Then, imitation relationships. Then, after fully exhibiting all such activities, the Lord disappears. So Krishna 
Krishna creates uh, the various forms in the material world, male and female, but they're actually a fake out because all living entities are female. They're prakriti. They're meant to be enjoyed by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But to make a pretend world for those who want to enjoy separately from Krishna, Krishna makes uh, available these different forms so that one can consider oneself the enjoyer in this world, just as Krishna is the enjoyer in the spiritual world. However, hlada tapatraya, there's a way in which that doesn't translate well, just like when you try to enjoy the reflection, you don't actually get anything. So it's very important, this Chaitanya Charitamrita, because here we're hearing directly how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to explicate which relationships take place in the spiritual world and what they're, what they're like precisely with Krishna. And Rupa Goswami goes into much detail also in the Bhakti Samrita Sindhu to describe what all the relationships are, what their characteristics are and so forth, and who the iconic personalities, the Parshadas who are there eternally with Krishna <clears throat> and who epitomize those relationships and how they're engaged. Only by hearing about these relationships and those engaged in them and, and the nature of those in the spiritual world can our interest be piqued and there, therefore uh, go towards uh, Raja. Tanama rupa charitari sukirtananu smrityo kramina rasana manasi niyoja tishtan vraje tananuragi jananugami kalamna yet akilam itupadesha saram. It is by hearing about them that gradually we become followers. They're followers. We follow in the footsteps of them. And uh, only by doing so, nayam sukapo bhagavan dehinam gopikasuta jnaninam chapmabhutanam yata bhakti matam iha. Can, can one very uh, have an opportunity to uh, go to the, sorry, only by uh, doing that can one go to the spiritual, uh, can one be attracted to go to the spiritual world? As, I, as we spoke about this morning, this is a jumping off place. This uh, earthly planet is just a really brief stopover, very brief. We're here only just for a few moments. And as Katvanga Maharaj showed, you can utilize that few moments in order to uh, fully uh, realize your potential in devotional service. And that potential means to realize your relationship with Krishna. And to get to that point, one has to engage in bhakti. Nayam sukapo bhagavan dihinam gopika sutka jnaninam chapma bhutani. There is... Um, no hope to use this short amount of time we have in the human form on this planet Earth to uh, attain that kind of perfection that, that we need to go back to the spiritual world, to Goloka Vrindavan, by Gyan. This is something that Brahma says, Gyane prayasa mudapasya namanta eva jivanti san mukaritam bhavadiya vartam stanistita shruti gatam tanuvan manobir don't try to speculate, but stay close to the authorized transcendental sound vibration. Be very submissive to it. Worship it. 
take it very seriously. And if you do that, then the transformation will take place that will allow you to enter into a very intimate relationship with Krishna. And then he says, Jita Jitob, the, the Supreme Lord, who normally can't be approached by anyone and who can't be definitely conquered by anyone, becomes conquered by such a, a person who gives him or herself to the process of hearing. And it doesn't mean that you have to be, um, you don't have to even get a lot of mercy. You just have to get a, li a little, Brahma says. Atapi te deva padambuja dvaya prasada leshanu grihita evahi janati tadvam bhagavan mahimno nachanya eko picharam vajinvan. He says, <laughs> if, if you just get a trace of mercy from the Lord, a molecule, atapi te deva padambuja dvaya prasada lesha anugrihita. If, if you can get just a lesha, a, a molecule of that mercy, then you can attain a, a full knowledge of Krishna and your relationship with Krishna. So this is what we do in the process of bhakti is put ourselves in such a position to receive the mercy of the Vaishnavas. And because of that, we can come to develop an attraction for the spiritual world. Otherwise, Bhagavatam says, Any kind of position that you scramble to in this material world, certainly, whatever kind of political position or power you get, it's very quickly diminished. In fact, usually people who attain great power and fame then later on they get turned on their head. And any kind of so-called liberation you attain through your own methods or through some method that deals with the mind or the body, that also will not suffice at all. And one will fall down from that position. And what do you get for doing it? Aruya Krishna, it's a lot of trouble. But Nayam Sukapa Bhagavan Dehinam Gopikasuta Gyaninam Chapmabhutanam Yata bhakti matam iha. Bhakti is very simple and soft. And if you take to that process, then you can attain, you can, many have attained that uh, process, that connection, that loving connection with Krishna and uh, then gone back home, back to Godhead. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to teach this and save the world. Otherwise, there's no hope because as you may notice, everyone, everyone in the material world is attracted to this farcical uh, variety in the form of man and woman. There's this enchantment between uh, male and female in the material world, but it's not a real thing because the male and female forms are just made out of clay. And uh, we're looking at pretend forms. It's not the reality. So we have to go beyond that superficiality and understand through hearing about Krishna and his relationships with the spiritual world, in the spiritual world with his devotees, what the real heart-to-heart -heart relationship, eternal relationship, substantial relationship we have is with him, and we can do that. This is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was offering, 
Even the highest of all rasas he's presenting in this world, how you can become a lover of, of Krishna. And we're getting the benediction of all the previous acharyas, as we heard from the verse, Anarpita charim chirat kanunayab tirnakalau samar payitumun tojvalarasam sopakti shriyam hari purata sundara duti kadamba sandipita sadahare akandare spurato vasachinandana. Rupa Goswami is wishing us all uh, auspicity on the path, saying that uh, may that sachinandana be manifest in, in your heart to always uh, inspire you. So um, now let's just see if there's a, a, a couple of questions or reflections. Now, I don't know what that sound is because I turned off all of my notifications, every single one of them. What is it? Marge, do you have web WhatsApp open? Web WhatsApp? Yeah, WhatsApp on your computer. On my phone? On my on phone, computer. computer. Yes, I do. That's what that is? Yeah, so you can just click, like right-click on the tab and then uh, you can click mute. And so it'll mute everything. All right, I just turn. I just closed it. I nuked it. No more sounds. I have finally figured out how to turn them all off. Thank you very much, Monisha. And um, so you can share your questions, reflections. You can share your questions and reflections on this link that is being shown in the chat box. And I'm going to open up the portal that shows me what questions or reflections you have. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Dandavat Pranam. Dandavat. So I have one question. Yes, Prabhu. Uh, just, uh, just to clear my, you know, uh, I, I got confused on verse 9 and 10. Verse 9 translation says that currently it is the 27 Divya Yugas have passed. And, and verse 10 says, at the end of Dwapar Yoga of 28th Divya Yoga, Lord Krishna appears on earth. So, 28th, uh, so Krishna already appeared at the end of Dwapar Yoga of 28th. And uh, verse 9 says that currently 27th has passed. So, first 27th. Yeah, Prabhupada gives the the verdict of the acharyas is sometimes the order of their description is reversed and they use some logic through Sanskrit that the beginning is described as the end just like sometimes the top of the tree is described as the bottom of the tree and that's why the end of the beginning of Dwapara Yuga is, uh, seems to be transposed in that place. Thank you, Prabhu. Okay. Okay, Srimadava Mahotsava says <clears throat> that verse 
quoted about Krishna being approached by those who are materially exhausted reminds me of 764, Taprayaso Nakartavyo, 764. Therefore, only for the purpose of sense gratification, material activities like economic development are simply a waste of time and energy without any practical profit. If such energy and endeavor is utilized for Krishna consciousness, surely one can attain to the spiritual platform of self-realization. There's no benefit by engaging oneself in economic development. I like this verse because it stresses being resolute in one's determination to spiritually advance. Thank you. Nice one. Prabhupada has a question. He says, why are the six Goswamis not part of the Panchatapa? Um, because they're the six Goswamis and not the Panchatapa. They're two different, uh, two different groups. Uh, reflection. I find it very interesting that in the reflection, the highest loving affair becomes the lowest in the material world. Yeah, Hlada Trapachaya. What is most pleasing in the spiritual world becomes the greatest source of misery in the material world. It's opposite world. Uh, Vaikuntha Nayaka, Hare Krishna, all the way from Mysore. In verse 11, we saw that Shantaras is not even mentioned. Dasya is mentioned as the most basic of rasas, of all rasas. However, we do we do have cows, trees, grass, and Vrindavan who are serving in Shantaras. Also, I heard that the Mahabhagavata Prahlad Maharaj himself is Shantaras. Could you please help understand how this is not even considered in the verse when we have exalted devotees in this rasa? Well, listen to what, what you wrote. You said... We do have cows, trees, grass, and Vrindavan who are serving Lord Krishna in Shantaras. If somebody's serving, then, then they're in Dasyaras. So the fact is that all those entities have this mood of service, that they're doing something to assist Krishna in his pastimes. For instance, you'll find in the episode of the R Rasa dance that there's a way in which the trees and plants and all the creepers, they're bowing down to Krishna. Or actually, that's mentioned in the verse of Dhinuka Asura, when um, Krishna is praising Balaram on the way there. He's actually praising himself through praising Balaram. But he mentions how all the uh, plants look just see are so exalted, all the trees are bowing down to you and so forth. And they provide shade and they do all kinds of service for Krishna. So they're they're rendering service. They're not really in das in Shantaras. You'll find a more detailed inf uh, information about this Shantaras that's being described. That's devoid of dasyaras in the uh, nectar of devotion. We describe certain kinds of sages where they're they feel a, a kind of they're overwhelmed by the um, the grandeur of Krishna and the, his uh, effulgence, and there are some stimuli that uh, awaken their their sense of this kind of uh, very initial stage of love for Krishna, which is a sort of gratitude or, or grandeur, feeling of, grand, of his grandeur. And uh, when there's a tinge of, of let me serve because of that, then it's no longer Shantaras, technically, it's actually Dasiras. 
but devotees see <laughs> everywhere they see this uh, that living entities are serving anyway. For instance, you see the Mahabhagavatas when they um, observe living entities in the material world, they feel that, oh, they're serving Krishna because they're serving, they see them serving the external energy. And that's, they don't see any difference between um, Krishna and his energies. They see him everywhere. So they see, oh, they're all serving. And also you'll find the Bhagavatamrita when Gopal Kumar goes to the abode of the Supreme Brahman. He watches the living entities there and he, Sanatana Goswami notes in his commentary that the, the living entities in that Brahman effulgent, they're sparkling and thus uh, through their sparkling activity, they're doing some service because they're glorifying the Lord, like making you more beautiful. Like you put Christmas trees around uh, Christmas lights or Diwali lights uh, around your, around your castle. And you say, Oh, we're celebrating Diwali and it's sparkle sparkles doing some service. Maharaj, even though they're doing some service, they don't seem to want any reciprocation from, from the Lord. Like if they just want to be there but not interact, how does that become something so valuable in, in Goloka? Well, those who are in Goloka in those positions, they have a very um, exalted role. For instance, as we heard Brahma, he wants to take birth as some grass so that the and Uddhava said the same thing. Let me be there. And they're very conscious of the nectar of Krishna's pastimes going on around them. And very humbly, they're bowing down like Trinata, Pisuni, Chena. And in that way, they're, you know, they're fully absorbed in the moods of Vrindavan. Some people, as Queen Kunti says, Srinvanti Gayanti Grinanti Sadhava, they're in the position of appreciating Krishna. And uh, the, the, their, their mood is of appreciating what's going on. And, and that's a f form she's mentioning of devotional service by the grananti, the way they're appreciating the Lord and his devotees and the service of others. Was that your question that you wrote here? Yes, Dr. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, Tihomir. Relations between man and woman are real but temporary. We need to learn how to create beautiful and successful family relationships just like yours between you and your wife. Yeah, there, uh, it's absolutely necessary to have um, proper relationships in this world because we have two aspects of our existence. One is practically based on the fact that we're embodied and that cannot be denied artificially and just say well I don't believe in male and female in fact people who do that uh, who take the impersonal path and they say um, you know I'll just meditate on Brahman they usually end up falling down into all kinds of um, entangling relationships however Krishna is so kind, the way he organizes the material world for those who wish to go back to Godhead through the Varnashrama system, Chaturvanya Mayashrishtam Guna Karma Vibhagasha. He says, This is my system, I created it. And these divisions are there. 
by which uh, one who is conditioned can go through step by step in each phase of life in the ashramas as an, as an example and accommodate his, his or her psychophysiological nature and at the same time make advancement in devotional life. And this um, combined approach is very much necessary as um, this exalted devotee Tiho Mir, and probably has a devotee name but isn't published there, um, has pointed out uh, we have the Vyavaharika and Paramartika aspects to our life. Vyavaharika is the very practical aspect through which we have to interact with the material nature. And if we try to bypass that artificially, it won't be successful. Uh, however, if we engage according to the example of Lord Krishna, and you'll find in the Krishna book his activities as a householder, his daily, it's called Lord Krishna's daily activities. And Prabhupada mentions that he set an example for grihastas everywhere how to live peacefully. Of course, he lived with 16,108 wives, but he did so in an exemplary way and had family life there. And so he showed that example. At the same time, what was his morning activities? His wives didn't appreciate it when he got up at Brahma Muhurta because they wanted him to, to stay there and be with them. But he got up anyway. So this shows how the spiritual duty goes on at the same time that there's a uh, very uh, practical, regulated way in which one goes about one's duties in this world. And uh, that's the way in which one can come to the perfection of life. Then we have, thank you, that was a nice reflection. Uh, Uddhava Sandesh is here and Donna Kriya. Well, that's really nice. What are some practical ways to avoid complacency and maintain the mindset of a servant? Well, one way that I like to do it is by uh, setting uh, goals and having a, a routine. For some reason, I get excited by goals. I like to um, move towards them. And the Goswami certainly counted things. Sankhya Purva Kanamaganati B. They uh, they made goals. I always find that just like with Sankirtan, the moment we set goals, then everyone gets energized to go for them, right? And then for years we did this little break during uh, Radashtami where we still went on Sankirtan, but we didn't have any any monetary goals. Remember that? Of course you remember that. You're the ones who did it. Um, but then everyone complained and they said, no, no, we want, <laughs> we want to be challenged. And uh, because there's a way in which when we set some goals for ourselves, then we feel challenged. So I, I think it's important to read and reread your your goals and priorities every day. Hold on, I'll show you one quick. You could keep a, a record of all the kinds of things that you're working towards. I keep mine in a, in, in a bag called Daily Disciplines. And within that bag, I have the various 
um, items that I'm working on every single day as disciplines. Some of them are physical as far as you know, exercise goes. Some of them have to do with practicing a musical instrument. Others have to do with my um, working on uh, other kinds of um, memorization and things like that. And uh, there's a goal to it. I have to finish the bag before the end of the day, and, and then I have several other bags. So I, that's how I organize it to stay um, out of complacency that I know what I'm shooting for and I keep it in front of me. And so one of the practices that I do is I read my priorities every day. And once I read them in the morning time, then uh, it sets me for the day. And then what really helps also is to uh, write down which ones of those priorities I can, uh, I, I intend to work on in that particular day. That intentionality in the beginning is what's called uh, greeting the dawn with a map. Make sure you have a map every day. As it's just inevitable that the mind will wander off and do whatever kind of um, activity uh, the mind dictates to it that may not be productive unless you keep it back on track. Just like driving a car, you always have to be pulling it back to the center. So that's one idea. And the other one is uh, get around inspiring devotees. Those who already have some inspiration, they give us a spark. And uh, by that spark, we um, also start turning. Get around someone's turning and you will come around. Okay, let's see. Yeah, good to see you too over there. Hare Krishna. Uh, Bhaktin Raffaella, thank you. Nice long question here. Let's see what she says. Although this might be much premature for me, should one trust one's impressions while reading Srimad Bhagavatam relation to finding one's kind of relationship with Krishna, or those are simply reflections of one's false ego and subtle body? And there is evolution in rasas to go back to one's uh, original original one, or it arrives altogether. Ooh, there's a few questions here. Well, for, let me deal with one at a time. So as far as artificially ascribing some or f noticing some, some feeling towards hearing in a particular way, really um, that's valid at a certain time, and I'll read you a uh, in the uh, Adi Lila, chapter 4, text number 34, then um, Prabhupada writes in his purport, says, um, incarnations of the Supreme Personality of God had appear in all the species of life, although this is inconceivable to the human form, to the human brain. The Lord's pastimes are differentiated according to the appreciating capacity of the different types of bodies of the living entities. The Supreme Lord bestows the most merciful benediction upon human society when he appears in his human form. It is then that humanity gets the opportunity to engage in different kinds of eternal service to the Lord. 
Then he writes, as you can see here, special appreciation of the descriptions of a particular pastime of Godhead indicates the constitutional position of a living entity. Adoration, servitorship, friendship, parental affection, and conjugal love are the five primary relationships with Krishna. The highest perfectional stage of the conjugal relationship enriched by many sentiments gives the maximum relishable mellow to the devotee. What would be premature would be to try to aim oneself towards a particular uh, devotee hearing about a particular rasa before one's even situated uh, past an art and vritti, that is, no more um, attachments to the material world. And um, it actually evolves naturally. There's not a way in which we should uh, try to force ourselves in such a way that, oh, I'd like to be in this rasa, therefore I'm going to hear more about this devotee. Prabhupada found that to be premature. In fact, it was done, the attempt was made by devotees in 1975 in Los Angeles. After the release of the Sri Chaitanya Charamrita, there, were, uh, there was a club, an infamous club called the Gopi Bhava Club that was founded by a few devotees, and there was a men's group and a women's group, and they decided that they would start to hear about the gopis exclusively because they reasoned that that's the best rasa, and and therefore that's what they wanted to, to become, as that is followers of the gopis, and therefore they would not read Bhagavad Gita, and they would uh, avoid certain sections of Bhagavatam or even Chaitanya Charamrita and only focus on hearing the pastimes of Krishna with the gopis. And Prabhupada deemed that to be uh, to be premature based on the qualification of the devotees there. And um, first deserve, then desire, and there's a way in which these types of things evolve uh, very naturally after hearing and serving for a long time. So the the advice Srila uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur used to say is uh, you may encounter these kinds of hearing, in, you may hear in this kind of way incidentally as you go through all of the uh, the literatures. In other words, uh, don't try to exclusively read from one part or another, but uh, absorb all of it. So go through the whole Bhagavad Gita, the whole Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charamrita, and so forth. I know at one point there have been, you know, in, in reading sessions we've had at Govardhan and elsewhere, sometimes we're reading the Chaitanya Charamrita all the way through and then we'll get to a section that's very technical and very philosophical. And then I've heard it several times in the past, some devotees say, well, can't we just read, you know, some pastimes or something like that? But the advice Srila Bhaktisiddhanta is giving is, no, no, go through the whole literature, hear all of it. And I like to compare it to going around Govardhan Hill. Walking around Govardhan is actually, as, as sweet as it is, it's also an athletic activity. Walking 14 miles in one day in your bare feet uh, takes some you know, physical strain. And uh, especially oftentimes they're not careful about what, they, what kinds of things they leave on the marg. There can be gravel and all kinds of stuff. So sometimes you're walking and it's very smooth 
and it feels like nectar and then other times you're walking and there's gravel or stickers and you you got to keep going because there's no way around it. <laughs> you just keep going so when you're hearing just keep hearing all of it it's important to have some again very clear knowledge of the details of our relationship with krishna and also with our non-relationship with the material world and that's covered in the nine cantos of the Srimad Bhagavatam before the 10th canto. And so um, the shorter answer is that um, wait, hear everything. And uh, when there's a extremely um, urgent need to hear, which arises naturally when one develops this kind of um, lobha or intense hankering to hear in a certain way, then one will naturally go in that direction. And that you can um, monitor when you're uh, in the association of advanced devotees who can guide you in that way too. Okay, nonetheless, a very good question. And then uh, Bhaktin Rafaela continues, and there is evolution in rasas to go back to one's original one or it arrives altogether even if gradually. There are indications there There are um, there are uh, <coughs> evolution like feeling happy that Krishna as Lord Varaha first saved Bhumi Devi, then fought, or feeling devastation reading he felt the spell of his own blood during the fight, or nearly wanting to shout at the demon, stop it now. Then thinking, no, Krishna wants to enjoy the fight, or feeling similarly to Krishna's coward, cowherd friends, nearly wanting to save Krishna from Kaliya, etc., uh, these are, you know, we should absorb ourselves in hearing and, and reading these things, but we needn't to, to ascribe any kind of um, feeling that um, we're purposefully uh, trying to enter into a particular rasa by hearing that. Just hear in the association of devotees and go all the way through and then gradually um, everything will be clarified. I know that's a pretty um, generic answer, but I think the first part will suffice to answer the second half of your question. But I can say more if you if you want to ask more specifically. Ankit says, um, you mentioned that hearing about Krishna's pastimes is the basis of establishing our eternal relationship with Krishna, especially in Vraj. Does hearing particular types of pastimes, I mean Krishna's pastimes in particular relationship, established or reveal our relationship with Krishna in that particular type of relationship? Already answered. I was curious to know, because most of Krishna's pastimes related to his devotees in their human form, not in that Shantaras form, such as his flute, paraphernalia, etc., since not much information is available about devotees in Shantaras as much as his servants, friends, parents, and gopis. How does a practicing sadhaka get to establish his relationship in Shanta Ras compared to relationships in other rasa types? Seems like our desire to have a relationship with Krishna in a particular rasa comes into the equation after extensive hearing of pastimes. The Shanta Ras arises quite naturally as as uh, the Shanta Rasis are just described as those interested in atma tattva jnana. And when they come to the Brahma-Bhuta platform, above the 
position of association with the modes of material nature, they have no more affinity for the three modes of material nature, they naturally start to experience the Shantaras. And this is described in the Bhagavad Gita. Brahma Puta Prasanatma Nashochati Nakangshati Samak Sarveshu Bhuteshu Madbhaktim Labhate Param When one uh, rises to the level of Brahman, one feels this natural um, uh, ecstasy in relationship with considering Krishna's greatness. Dhanavari, recently I am reading uh, Bhagavatam in my language and sharing on WhatsApp with people in India in a small village where I grew up and talk about the pastimes on the phone. I like it and they love it and they share it with other people. Very good. This is the Sankirtan movement. Uh, spread it every way you can. Can a devotee's relationship with Krishna change from Shanta Ras to Dasya Ras? Yes. Dana Kriya, uh, first deserve, then desire. Yes. And Sringara Ras, Devi Dasi, uh, asked this question. Would you kindly answer if there are any criteria for consideration from whom to listen, even within the devotee community, other than, of course, Srila Prabhupada and our spiritual master? Those who are in a, uh, the mood of, uh, in the same mood as your uh, Guru Gana, who um, are dedicated to the process of Krishna consciousness who are like-minded. They are aligned with the mood and mission uh, as Srila Prabhupada set it out. This will be very helpful to you if you find devotees like that. And it's helpful if they're in alignment in mood and mission with your um, guru. And then there's no uh, discord whatsoever. And so Oftentimes, devotees, when they're hearing from others, they check in with their primary uh, upline of, of Guru Gana, the, their their primary gurus, and they say, you know, should I hear from this person or not? And then they can have a discussion about it and what would be the benefits or perhaps some of the uh, points that might be slightly different. So it's a very personal thing. And it's something that um, it's it's helpful to have guidance on, and uh, what we hear and who we hear from will form our character and nature. So it's good to f find out ahead of time and take guidance in that way, because that way you won't be waylaid at any at any point. Okay, and now we've uh, come to the end of our time. Unless anybody from the Zoom room has any last questions or reflections. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna. I, I like uh, in the introduction to this chapter where it said, according to the Vedic literature, the foremost occupational duty is Nam, is Nam Sankirtan. And then I was uh, looking into your book where it said uh, in the chapter that Book distribution is also Sankirtan, and I really like the where the last, um, the last, uh, <clears throat> the kind of last paragraph of our family business, where it says, uh, "Dear readers, let us not keep 
the souls waiting, let us pick up the drums, cartels, and Srila Prabhupada's books and go out to meet them today. So just, you know, using the kirtan as a way to... And now we say, pick up the drums, cartels, and phone. And let them know. As today from two to four, there will be a calling party. And this is also Briyat Madanga. Briyat Madanga is not limited, as Srila Bhakti Sananta said, I know you're not saying, I'm just saying, that um, we use whatever medium we can to uh, expand the transcendental message. When people hear it, they'll awaken. Yerabhaso pyudyan kabalita bhavadvanta vibhavo drisham tatvandhanam apidishiti bhakti pranayinim. Rupa Goswami says, when those who are blind to the truth hear from the devotees performing sankirtan, then they awaken. And so whether it's by phone or through a carrier pigeon or through going out street to street, whatever the means, we're, we're not stereotyped. We use anything we can to create a pipeline so that the message can go out. That's why Srila Bhaktisiddhanta took up this crusade about the printing press because there was a sense that, you know, you could only have colon cartels and so forth. And then he said, no, it's the same thing. That was advanced technology back then. He saw other organizations at the time. Uh, the Christians were the early adapters to these things because they've been very effective at spreading Christianity around the world. They picked up the printing press way back. Uh, Gutenberg uh, st started a press just to print Bibles. That was the first thing he printed was the Bible. And then the Royal B Biblical Society printed more and more Bibles. And uh, they knew that if these things went out, that it would be very powerful. Then there's the, uh, you know, the Protestant movement really got started by literature that went around. So Srila Bhaktisiddhanta saw that and he emphasized this is technology, use it. And because it's written kirtan, it's going to have a very powerful effect. And he said it will go farther than the sound of the Madunga. Uh, Prabhupada emphasized, you know, whenever you can, have them simultaneously. But of the two, the the uh, the books are louder; they go further, and so forth. And um, now, whatever situation we're in, we're lucky actually because we get this opportunity to use to learn how to use the phone. Otherwise, we never would have done it. Uh, we we were forced into it by Lord Chaitanya to expand the scope of the technological reach of uh, the, the Harinam and the Sankirtan. Because what are people doing? They call up, we call them up on the phone and say, Jeev Jago, man, <laughs> what are you doing? Are you sitting there? <laughs> well, stand up. I got something to tell you. You need the Bhagavatam and you got to start chanting Hare Krishna. And we have the place online you should be visiting instead of watching cartoons, you know, come in and join with us. What do you got there? Oh, thanks, Prema. Hare Krishna. Ha, 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 ha. Hare Krishna. Hare Any Any other thoughts, realizations, just so we can hear your voices? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Please, please accept my humble obeisance. This is uh, Danwadi Dasi. Hare Krishna. I have Jodhra. a question. Uh, uh, in Kent, Kent, when we read and 
we are conditioned soul and we don't understand all these uh, Krishna's gopis pastime and sometimes it's hard but we like you said we should we should still continue reading and not uh, get because we are still lost your condition so we don't understand so how we should just go and continue reading and move on well when Prabhupada admonished the devotees in the Gopi Baba club and broke it up saying that you're prematurely hearing about the Gopis he also said we do not boycott Radharani. It's not that uh, these things are absolutely uh, forbidden. We have to read them. They're there. But as Prabhupada mentions uh, several times in the Bhagavatam that you first you read the first you read the first nine cantos. And if you're not and not in the proper frame of mind when you go into the tenth canto, then he said, then stick with the first two cantos until you are. And uh, then also, he wrote the Krishna book for mass distribution. I mean, as soon as the Krishna book came out, Prabhupada said, distribute them widely. So we were taking them out to concerts. Uh, I remember one of the first concerts we went to was gigantic. It was a George Harrison concert. And we just told everyone, George wants you to have one of these. And, uh, and um, you know, massive people. And... There's the Rasa dance right in the book. So what is, what is uh, the situation with that? Well, Prabhupada wrote uh, uh, so um, expertly. I mean, that's an understatement. It's actually uh, not even the proper phrase. Prabhupada's uh, transcendental uh, commentary couches all of that in such a way that nobody can uh, mistakenly think that this is ordinary. He constantly brings in Bhagavad Gita and gives us perspective of uh, who we are, who Krishna is. These are not ordinary pastimes. So it is mentioned in the Bhagavatam itself by Shukadev, Vrikriditam Rajava Durbirahamcha Vishnu, Shradhanvitona Shrinu Yadatavarna Yedya, Bhaktim Param Bhagavati Prati Labyakamam, Hridrogam Ashvapahinot Yacharena Dhiraha, which means that. When you hear about the loving pastimes of Krishna, the playful pastimes, Vikriditam Rajavadu, with the Vrajavadus, with the gopis of Vrindavan, then uh, such a person can overcome the, the dread disease of the heart, which is lust. So it counteracts that. But you listen in the verse, it says, Shraddhanvito, with proper faith. You have to have this Shraddha, proper faith that's been developed in the association of mature devotees and by that be able to hear that in such a way that you will overcome the dread disease of the heart. Prophet pointed out many times that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not discuss these intimate leelas publicly nor did Prabhupada uh, very very infrequently would he bring up uh, pastimes of Radha Krishna. He also mentioned that uh, the way in which uh, people who are not qualified would paint pictures of the rasa dance, he called them disgusting. And uh, he was very, very careful about this and also very careful to inculcate within the, his society this mood of uh, take shelter of Bhagavad Gita, of Sambandha Gyan and so forth, as did Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, who didn't let his devotees read certain things. And they were very, I mean, they were from another culture practically, you know, uh, another generation, uh, what to speak of this one now, 
I mean, even since 1970, the culture has changed so much. What can people actually understand? So judiciously, uh, people should enter into the hearing process and not whimsically under guidance. And the guidance is given. You should hear and explain uh, according to how you're being guided by the Guru Parampara and not uh, try to set off on your own pace and uh, go after something you're not qualified to go after. In that case, you can make a mistake and it won't become medicine. It'll actually be something that um, makes you more attracted to the material world. And Prabhupada actually writes that in a letter. He said, if you find yourself become, increasing your lust in the, uh, for this material world when you read these pastimes, then he said, then you're not ready yet. And go back. But we do find that that's very difficult. Uh, to, uh, in other words, that doesn't happen so much in the Krishna book because of the fact that Prabhupada was very lovingly and carefully uh, wrote his commentaries so that uh, people could understand the context in which they were taking place, which is in a liberated stage. Did that help? Thank you so much. Yes, Guru uh, Maharaj. Thanks to you. Hare Krishna. Okay. Srivas Prabhu, did you have anything to add to that? Hare Krishna, Vaishish Prabhu, please accept my humble voice. Always to Prabhupada. No, Prabhu, that was perfect answer. And just to buttress the point, there are so many caricatures and uh, perverted reflections of um, Radha Krishna pastimes already in the form of movies and so many other writings, just to add. So the whole world is full of already characterized by that misillusion. Yeah, almost every. Um story and movie anything you'll ever see has some the plot thickens boy meets girl and uh, you know that's where it all starts to you know become more intense and uh, these are all reflections really of the pastimes of Varana and Krishna so if we carefully um, extricate ourselves from the material world by understanding that we're not our body, by practicing Krishna consciousness and um, come to a level through which we are qualified to um, hear these things, then truly we can enter into the pastimes. So it has to be done carefully in the mood of the of the Guru Parampara. Thanks, Sri Vasprabhu. Thank you. Okay. Can everyone please unmute and say Hare Krishna? Hare Krishna. 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 Hare